Hello, podcasters. This is Libra Tracy. I'm recording this to let you know that the audio is going to sound a little off. And that is because we are recording away from each other at the moment. So please be patient with us and enjoy the show. Libra. Libra, my name is Tracy. Libra, my name is Devin. Gemini, my name is Marcy. And we're two Libras and a Gemini. Two Libras and a Gemini. Two Libras and a Gemini. Hey, two Libras and a Gemini. Two Libras and a Gemini. Right, two Libras and a Gemini. Two Libras and a Gemini. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Yeah. We're so grateful for you guys being patient with us while we went on a little hiatus. This is your Gemini, Marcy. How's everything been going since our little break, Devin and Tracy? Well, this is Devin, the Libra, um, the man Libra. <laughs> <laughs> Things have been going pretty well, to be honest. Now, um, I believe a few episodes back, I talked about a journey that I'm preparing for, right? So Mm -hmm. um, I have actually stepped into that journey and I'm, you know, getting settled in and, you know, pretty much getting comfortable. It's actually been a really good thing since, you know, coming back, um, the connections and the conversations that I've been having have been, you know, pretty great. Um, Of course, work has been at its highest. Oh, yes. So I've been definitely busy in that aspect, Um, Mm -hmm. but still looking forward to like my next chapter. So this is all that I've been doing to prepare for that next thing. So it feels good to kind of like, you know, actually see like the progress and the things, the wheels turning, as they would say. Yes, yes. I love it. How about you? Tracy or Marcy? Tracy, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Things are going good. You know, like you said, work has been cray, cray, but um, it's been good. And it's, you know, remember I told you guys about my um, savings journey. Yes. That's been going really good. And so I'm happy about that. And I'm keeping up with that. So that's making me, you know, and plus I have other little savings going on now too from that. But um, other than that, things have been going pretty good. I just been, um, you know, getting rid of continuously letting go of things that I don't need or use. So that's been happening. And um, yeah, that's what's been going on with me. And what's been going on with me? Yeah, what's going on with you, Marcy? What's going on with you, Marcy? I'm sorry. (laughs) These people trifle. They don't care about what's going on. I thought some. I threw it out there, so I thought somebody was going to catch and be like, "Well, right, okay, well, okay, I got you." Um, I'm gonna tell y'all what's been going on. So keeping it 100 a buck with y'all. We've been on hiatus because I caught the Rona. Oh no. Yeah, it was um, debilitating. I'm going to tell you guys that um, a friend came over and they didn't know that they had it. And then a couple of days later called me and was like, I don't feel well. And I'm like, uh, what do you mean you don't feel well? I'm going to go get tested, blah, blah. Okay, cool. So they went and got tested and they tested positive. And then literally within hours, there was me stuffy, headache couldn't breathe well. And it was just, um, it was a lot. It was a lot. So to our listeners, I want to tell you that this coronavirus, yeah, we're opening back up slowly. This thing is no joke. Um, You really do have to be cautious about who you have in your house, who you're going out and being around, the things that you're touching, um, the things that you're around, wearing your mask. I know it's annoying. You can't breathe. You can't, especially me. Like when we, when you have to walk a lot, you have that mask on, it's a lot, but it's necessary. Um, and even when this whole thing blows over, I think I might still wear my mask out. You know Uh, what I mean? Um, I think I I mentioned that in one of the episodes I've grown up, not accustomed to it, but I do Mm -hmm. see 
the safety in it. In yeah. And I think I was telling my brother this the other day. I was like, typically we've seen this in like the Asian areas, like, you know, maybe China, things like that. Um, in that culture, they're, they're more likely to do that. I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I see like kind of why, like you really just don't know who's across from you. You, you know, don't. And what, um, germs they're carrying or anything like that i mean like i said my friend had it wasn't like on purpose or anything like that um they didn't know and i guess they picked it up where they work at and you know stuff happens and so i just want to tell you all thank you for being patient with us and riding with us out tracy and Devin, thank you for being patient with me as i nursed myself back to health but we back yeah no we're definitely back thank you both actually we all were going through something so we're making sure like you know we're good so that's a good um question for you both um have you known anyone who's gotten the vaccination yeah i do uh, my parents actually okay um and my mom she i know you guys have heard me talk about my mom in previous episodes love you mommy um she has had issues with going out because you know she was very worried about picking it up and i understand that she now has um, both of her vaccines, both of my parents. From what I can tell, no side effects, no nothing. It's working A-OK for them. Perfect. That's awesome. What about you? Yeah, same. Um, I know mm-hmm. some family members that have it um, and they're mm-hmm. well. Um, mm-hmm. No issues. So, mm-hmm. you know, definitely I've seen on the news also that a lot of people have been changing their mind frame on, or their thoughts rather on, what originally was happening before and now more people are um likely to get it so i thought that was a a Mm -hmm. interesting change so Mm -hmm. yeah i i'm not one of those people (laughs) i'm just saying but but i i do agree with you where i do see more people are prone to take it because they're seeing that the efficacy of it i guess for them is working so Mm -hmm. more power to whoever wants to do that i completely um, support any of my friends or family that want to get the vaccine. Personally, it's not for me, but if it's for you, I stand by you. Right. Perfect. So is Tracy on the line? I'm just wondering. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> okay, I was just wondering. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go into... I haven't... Um, I've heard people talk about they're going to get it, but I haven't actually... They haven't said they've gotten it yet. So I don't know if, you know, anything is going on with anybody that I know okay. that um, has taken it because, you know, <clears throat> but I know that I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm like Marcy. I, uh-uh, my mind has not changed about that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, to each his own, you know what I mean? So if you want to do it, you do it, you know? Yeah. Yours has changed. Yeah. I, I will mm-hmm. never knock anybody for wanting to do what they need to do for them. Never. Mm-hmm. Me neither. Judge on not, you know, um, I had a, a good friend of mine. Um, we, in my meditation group, we discussed this and um, she felt the kind of way because some of us were like, no, no, no. And some of us were pro, pro, pro. Mm-hmm. And I never want to offend anybody with my views or how I think or feel about a situation. Anytime you guys hear me talking about something on this platform, it is for Marcy, period. And I hold no judgment for anybody who does something different than what I do. It, I'm, I'm literally just saying my views. And to that person, and I know you're listening. I absolutely love and care about you and pass no judgment on anything you may have done or will do, period. So that's all I got. So let's jump right into this show. And now, Metaphysics with Mercy. Okay, y'all. So I don't know if you guys saw our uh, Instagram post. I think Facebook as well, where this we're going to talk about thoughts and how our thoughts affect us internally. So I'm going to get a little deep with y'all and talk about how our brain sends messages and what it does to us internally. So y'all ready for this ride? Because this is important and I hope it helps you guys start looking at the way you're thinking and how we need to possibly change our thoughts and the way we look at things. So let's start with the first thing. Our thoughts are energy. Okay. 
just as we are energy, our thoughts are energy. Our thoughts create vibrations. So the universe as a whole is a vibrational force. It's energy as well. So whatever thought we put out, the universe is looking to answer. Now the universe doesn't have emotions. It doesn't have um, molecules and things like that running through it. It's literally a vibratory frequency that's answering a frequency that you put out with your thoughts, words, actions, and deeds. Okay. So our positive thoughts, like I said, create positive vibrations that go out into the world. Our thoughts can also influence the neurotransmitters, transmitters in our brain. Excuse me. So do you guys know what neurotransmitters are? No, I don't. Okay. So our neurotransmitter is basically like an electric signal that when you have a thought, it sends it to your cells and then the cells put out you know and so on and so forth so that thought puts out um i'm actually going to explain it here instead of just trying to like you know okay free ball it so your brain is constantly your brain is constantly receiving signals whether it's from your outside environment or memories of your past so think about it Think about something that happened in your past. If you think about something that's like unpleasant to you, that happened maybe when you were 15, 16, whatever, you can go back to that moment and how it made you feel. Yeah. Okay. All from a thought. Our thoughts keep us in a certain vibration. So whenever you have a thought, there's a corresponding chemical reaction in your mind and body. So for example, um, if you have a, like, let's say you're at work and there's stress, that thought will produce um, adrenaline, cortisol, and renoprenorphine. Those are the three stress chemicals that are in our body. So let's talk about how it works. Your hypothalamus, which is a region at the base of your brain, which also think about like the back of your neck area in this area. It sets off like an alarm system in your body. Okay. Whenever you have a thought and then it's considered to be a link between the nervous and the endocrine system. And one of its main functions is to maintain the temperature of our bodies. Okay. So it also releases hormones. It controls our appetite, uh, the managing of our sexual behavior and the regulation of emotional responses. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) y'all. Through a combination of nerve and hormonal signals, this system, the hypothalamus, prompts our adrenal glands, which are located at the top of our kidneys, to release a surge of hormones, including adrenaline and cortisol. So this is all stemming from a thought, okay? So adrenaline increases our heart rate, elevates our blood pressure, boosts energy, cortisol, which is the main stress hormone. I think we talked about this in a previous episode. Um, it can develop in your stomach area if you're female as, you know, fatty deposit. It increases sugar in the bloodstream and enhances your brain's use of glucose and increases the availability of substances that repairs its brain tissues. And then cortisol also curbs functions that would be non-essential or detrimental. So we don't really want cortisol in our system is basically what I'm saying. So in a stressful situation let's say like a dog's chasing you right a lot of us well some of us dog people might try to stop and talk to the dog and calm him down and i think i'm the dog whisperer so i'm running i've always been so I will run. stray dogs mm-mm, we not gonna play that my brain is do, gonna Kevin. say, Marcy, look, my brain is gonna say run and then I'm gonna run. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be your reaction. I got you. That's a perfect example. So um <laughs> that's funny. So when you're in flight or fight or flight, mm. that's what I like to say. Um it comes from a thought, for example, like we said with the dog. So you're either gonna stop and fight the dog or you're going to flight and you're going to book it up out of there. Right. Okay. But those responses trigger things in our system. Okay. And if you have a long-term activation of these stress responses, it can affect you negatively, like through anxiety, depression, digestive problems, headaches, 
um, heart disease, sleep problems, weight gain, memory and concentration impairment. So think about like when you're at work and like right now, we got a lot of stuff going on at work that's super stressful. I'm not sleeping well at night because of the stress related things that are going on at work. While I'm grateful to have a job and be able to get up every day and do what I do, you know, there's a lot of pressure in the department right now. Um, So I'm not sleeping well and that's because of the stress, Mm -hmm. but it's important for us to learn healthy ways to cope with our stressors. So, so far, am I being clear with what I'm saying? Do you guys understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, okay. The cortisol yes. in your body is something that you want to get rid of because mm-hmm. like you said, if you keep stressing over a situation, say you're a stress eater, so you're mm-hmm. stressed over the situation. Now you're indulging in all this like sugar intake and causing more problems for yourself in the big scheme of things. So mm-hmm. m- being mindful of your thoughts could you know prevent you from going down that particular route of like stress eating per se you know what i mean yes and that's exact and it all started with a thought that's it because like for example at work we are um in a situation where it's like if you make a mistake it could lead to corrective action right and so we had to sign a document basically agreeing to this and a lot of people on my team are super stressed about it because we're already short staffed, we're working long hours. And so it's a lot of pressure put on the department, but that to me elevated everybody's stress levels. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's when you make a mistake because you're trying not to. And because you're over trying and overthinking everything. Yep. That's when you're going to make a mistake. So let's talk about learning to react to stress in a healthy way. Mm. So stressful events are always going to be a fact of life. That's just what it is. We're human. We may not be able to change our current situation, but we can take steps to manage the impact that these certain events may have on us. So number one, we have to learn to identify what is the trigger of the stress. So if you can identify, like I just said, work is the trigger of my stress. Okay. So then I need to change my thoughts about it. One thing I've been telling my teammates is you can only do what you can do. That's a fact. You can't um, stress over your one person. Mm-hmm. You you have skills and abilities, otherwise you wouldn't have this job. But you can't stress yourself over what you know the big upper management is pressuring you to do. Take your time, focus on your job, and do exactly what it is you need to do, and not an inch more. Because that's when you're going to make mistakes. Focus on your exact job at hand, the task at hand, and do that to the best of your ability. Second, practice relaxation techniques such as yoga, maybe deep breathing, or even meditation, my favorite. So many times throughout my day, I have to walk away. And um, like the other day, I had to walk away and I was walking back and forth in my living room because I'm working from home. And I was just breathing. I had my hands on top of my head. And I was just walking back and forth, breathing like, okay, yes, this is really bad. This is really bad, but you could deal with this. And it ended up, I was able to fix the situation, but actually taking a step away from the stressful situation helped. Um, And having a sense of humor also helps. Like if you're able to laugh at yourself or laugh at a situation or laugh at something that helps lighten the load because laughter is a high, high vibrational frequency. Whereas depression is a low vibrational frequency. We don't want those low vibrational frequencies. We want to be high, high, high all the time. And I realize we're human. We're not always going to be in a high vibrational frequency, but that's where we should aim to be because that's when things just roll off your back. Mm -hmm. There's no worry. There's no care. There's just, okay, that happened. I did the best I could and I'm moving on with it. And then if it's just too much for you, I would also say seek professional help. Like if your stress is just too much and none of the things that I've mentioned, even changing your diet helps too. I've, I recently did that. I'm doing a 30 day cleanse right now. And after the first week, I'm already feeling better. Um, I mean, I know I lost inches. I don't know how much pound, how many pounds I've lost, but I know I've lost inches and just eliminating certain foods, which also affect our thoughts mm-hmm. helps, you know, sugar is my vice. 
in every form imaginable, whether it's soda, cookies, candy, cake, (laughs) doesn't matter. I'm going to eat it. It's just what it is. (laughs) But I also know that sugar affects the way I think, you know, because it's not good for me. And in fact, it's putting cortisol in my system. Mm. So lastly, I'm going to say we need to learn that every situation that we encounter is a learning opportunity and actually leads to the next adventure. So that comes from changing our thoughts. So an example of that might be if you don't get a job, let's say you apply for a job and you just don't, it's not for you. You don't get it. In the moment, it's easy to be upset because you didn't get that job. But if you change your thoughts, the thought about that is, I'm not getting this job because there's something out there that's better for me. There's something out there that's going to make me more money. There's something out there that's going to lead me to the leadership position that I want to get to. And me getting this one wasn't going to take me there. I might have had a bad boss or bad coworkers or you know, maybe it was lateral. I don't know. But if we change our thoughts about the way we're looking at things and perceiving bad things, that automatically helps with keeping our vibrations high. One thing that I also do is practicing gratitude. Practicing gratitude reduces stress and it improves your self-esteem. And just thinking of people or moments or things that you've done that you're grateful for is something that I, that is very simple for me is just having a roof over my head and a job. You know, it's very easy to be out here on these streets at, in line at a homeless shelter, um, at a food bank asking for something, but I, I don't have to do any of those. And I thank the universe for that. And just practicing gratitude every day for something just as small as my vision Um, my hearing, my sense of taste, being able to have good friends around me, this podcast, um, my family, my daughter's doing great. Like just whatever is immediately in your vicinity that you could give gratitude to is automatically going to change your thoughts and lift your vibrations. Um, Also spending time with positive people. You don't want those people around you who are gonna negative talk, whether it's themselves or something that you're trying to do, because Mm -hmm. that is putting out a negative vibe to the universe and the universe is gonna respond to that. So if you constantly say, oh my gosh, I don't have any money, guess what? You're gonna continue to not have money (laughs) because (laughs) that's what you said. Mm -hmm. That's what you put that out there. The universe doesn't have emotions. It's responding to the thought, the energetic vibration that you put out. Oh, you don't have money. Boom. I'm going to keep you in that vibration. But as soon as you say, I have an abundance of money, I have just enough money. I always have money. And that's not bringing braggadocious or anything like that, but just speaking positive, you're going to continue to have money. Mm -hmm. And you're going to, and it's like, you got to feel that you really do have that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it can, it can, it can counter, you can say like, sometimes people will say like, oh yeah, I have money, but they're still feeling like they don't have money. So that feeling that you're having is going to be more prominent than you saying it too. Yeah. You have to, so you got to make sure, yeah. Make sure you get your vibration there. Right. That's correct. You have to actually live it. You have Mm -hmm. to actually be it. You have to say um, I have a new car or I'm on my way to a new car. I could see myself in the new car. Mm-hmm. I can feel the leather mm-hmm. on my legs in the new car. I can see the color of the car. I can see the interior. I know what, you know, everything that you can see and imagine yourself, you know what I'm saying? Leaning to the side with your hand on top of the stairwell. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, hey, how you doing? Out the window. See, yeah, all of that. <laughs> see yourself doing that and then watch what happens. The universe will start to put situations in your past that's going to make that happen. Yep. That is so correct. It's just, it's just what it is. And it's the same thing for when you say, I'm never going to get a new car. My car is going to keep breaking down. Yep. I ain't never, that's going to happen. You're going to have a flat tire and then this is going to happen. And then that's going to happen. And it's going to be a snowball effect because 
that is the vibration you're putting out. I cannot express to you how our thoughts and how they translate out of our mouths outwardly. Even if you don't say it outwardly, just having the thought. When I was in the temple, one of the things I used to say is the sin is in the wish. It's not even in the outward of speaking it. Right. Yes, words are energy, but so is that thought because that thought mm-hmm. is generating energy. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Our nervous system, right, is our voluntary and involuntary manners, like blinking, like walking, like moving our shoulders. If those things don't work, we don't, I mean, I don't want to be like, we're going to be like, (laughs) (laughs) so it's important to keep your thoughts on high. That's, that's the end result. You guys, that's keep your thoughts on high. So that's really all I have for metaphysics with Marcy. Do you guys have any questions about what I've said today? No, I don't have any questions. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I don't have any questions. I was just going to say, it's funny that you mentioned car because my, you know, I'm having issues with my vehicle right now. And it's like, I don't feel that worry like I would have before. Like, I'm just like, okay, well, the universe is going to provide. I just, I don't know what's going to take place, but it's what's happening with it. And that's what it is. And I can still drive her, but I, I don't drive her far, but I can still drive her some, but you know, I'm just, I'm just allowing the universe to guide me. So I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, it is what it is. I would feel differently about it have before, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I know that, you know, I've grown in that area too. And that's good. We have to stay in our high vibrations because like I said, I'm going to repeat this again. Everything you go through grows you. I don't think I said that. Everything you go through grows you. But it's an experience that we're meant to learn from. That's what I said. That's what I said. So look at it as that. That's what life is about, to be very honest, you guys. like People are always like, what is life about? Your life was given to you by the most high so that you are here to learn. We all have a gift. Whether you've discovered it yet or not, you all have one and you will get to it. And you have to take the lessons, the good and the bad, because even when it's something bad, it's okay. I'm not supposed to do it that way. There's another way to do it. And that's not bad. That's not ever bad to me. So just look at the little bumps in the road and life's road as lessons. And okay, I get that. I receive that. And I'm moving on and keep it high vibrational, y'all. And that's all I got. Peace. Peace. And now the love vibration. Hello. <laughs> Oh, done. Uh, yeah, no. Okay, welcome to the love vibration. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to continue the journey of 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Where am I at now? We're at love does not envy, and we're going to go over love does not boast, okay? So first, I'm going to go through like what it, you know, the definitions of it. And basically, envy is a feeling of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. Wikipedia states, envy is an emotion which occurs when a person lacks another superior quality, achievement, or possession, and either desires it or wishes that the other lacked it. Aristotle defined envy as pain at the sight of another's good fortune, stirred by those who have what they ought to have. Envy is a most negative feeling of desire for something that someone else has or you do not. Oh, I'm sorry, has and you do not. So if you are having feelings of envy, that lets you know that you are not demonstrating love. We shouldn't be envying anything or anybody because when you're envying that, you're going to, just like what Marcy was talking about, your thoughts, you're going to bring what you are envying to them, like saying like, I don't have that. They shouldn't have that. You're going to put that on you. Mm -hmm. So you're not demonstrating no kind of love by doing that. So you got to love yourself more and not envy that. You can have whatever they want. Now, let me tell you something though, with envy. Say, for instance, you're envying somebody about something. You don't know how they got it. You don't know what they're going through. 
You don't know, you don't know none of that. So you're looking at a possession or something that they, you don't know what they have gone through to get there. You mm-hmm. don't know what's going on in their life. You want that? You want something that you can't see? Mm-hmm. Because that's part of what you're asking for when you're envying something and you feel like that person shouldn't have it. I should have it. So you you got to be careful when you're envying something. Do you guys have anything to say on that? I, I was going to go ahead, Devin. Um, so, you know, within the world that we live in now, um, you know, with social media being prominent in, you know, a lot of people's lives, how do you know, like good ways to kind of avoid being envious of someone's, um, you know, not possessions per se, but like lifestyle or, you know, things that they are doing? Is there like, like, how do you manage that, you know, to make well, sure that you're always, you know, showing love? Well, here's the thing about that. A lot of, <laughs> and this is going to sound bad, but it's, it's part, it's a lot of truth too. A lot of it, a lot of these people out there are showing you something that's really not true. Like they may be showing you a lifestyle that they have, but it's really not what they're saying it is. It's not to that full you know, point. So you got to look at like, okay, what am I looking at? Is this real or not? You got to look, be grateful for what you have and what mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? And what, and you can make what you have better. What is it that you want? Why do you look at that person and you feel like you want what they have? Like, what is it? And so you got to look at yourself and figure out why aren't, why am I feeling like I need to have whatever they have? Because it's like, you want your own. Oh, go ahead. Who? No, go ahead. Finish Finish your thought. Uh, You want your own, you know, in your own way. Everything comes to us in our own way, in a beautiful way. It's given to us. And it may not, that may not be for you. Because that may bring you something that you, you know how like, okay, let's put it this way. You know how like somebody may, like a a person is attracted to somebody and they go, oh man, I really want to be with that person, blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh man. But once you get with that person, it is not what you thought it was in your head. That's the same thing. You're envying something that you don't even know what it truly is. So I'm, so people looking at social media, I would say, think of it as, is this really true? Like, you know, and if you, if that's something that you want, then you, you need to go within yourself and say, you know what, I would like to do that. Don't envy it, but be like, I would like to do that someday. Or I would, I want to do that. And then keep a high vibration. Like Marcy was talking about, keep a high vibrational thought about it not a negative thought that I want that and I don't have it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Stay high on that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. There's um, a group that I'm in on Facebook. Um, it's like people, first time homeowners, they um, mm-hmm. pretty much post when they attain their house or mm-hmm. the process that they're going through. So mm-hmm. for me, I enjoy seeing it because that's, yes the type of things that I need to see um, Mm -hmm. during this journey or whatnot. So I'm always congratulating people when they post their keys or pictures Mm -hmm. of their houses. And you're right, you do have to change your mind frame about what you're seeing and then analyze what you're doing in your own life to see like, why would you be envious of somebody? Maybe you know them, maybe you don't even know them. So Mm -hmm. how do you, like you said, know what's really going on in their life? Everyone's not posting, you know, the bad parts, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Exactly. That's why everybody takes so long to take a picture. Okay. <laughs> Hello, and, and uses filters, like, you exactly. know what I mean? Um, but a lot of times when you're envious of somebody, it's because you're vibrating low mm. and, you, and you have no self-worth. And I can say that because I was that person, and let me tell you why. And my adult years, I I can't say that I've experienced it, but when I was a young child and we first moved here from LA, Mm -hmm. I definitely experienced envy because I wanted, and I, Tracy, I think I shared this story with you. I wanted to have the long silky hair because, Mm -hmm. you know, us, when you're nine, 10 years old, we got 15 ponytails on our head. 
with a bunch of barrettes and stuff like yes, that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And the kids out here, they didn't understand that. They had, you know, the long whatever hair. So um, now, mind you, for a, an African-American, I had hair, but it wasn't like theirs. So when right. I would see the, you know, the, the white kids, I would envy them because of their hair. And I can look back now and say it was a lack of self-love because I had never encountered that before. You know, like I said, I lived in LA where every kid I went to school with was black. Their hair looked like mine. They looked like Mm -hmm. me. Everything was like me. And then I came out to Thousand Oaks and it was a completely different story. But Mm -hmm. I can remember being in that vibration of, I want my hair to look like that. And I could, I'm laughing because I could remember when my mom would wash my hair I would walk around with the towel on my hair <laughs> acting like it was my hair, like the towel she would dry my hair with. And I'd be like, <laughs> like it was my hair. <laughs> yes, doing all the flips and everything. And yeah, that was just a thing. And I eventually got over it. But, you know, <laughs> I can tell you that the envy part comes from lack of self-love. So, yeah. And you know what? I'm going to piggyback off of that a little bit because I real, and this is, this is, it's kind of going off just a little bit, but this is going to sound really bad because um, people, some of the men and I, in, in the black community, they have an issue with women, black women hair. And so that's another thing that causes women to feel like that towards people that have like, you know, longer hair or nicer type hair that they would call Mm -hmm. it. Because to be honest with you, all hair is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's all you, it's what, it's how you look at it. It's like, we have been made to feel like it's bad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't look like that hair or that hair, you know, and that's simply just not true. There's so many different things that we can do with our hair. So I just, I went off for a minute on that, but yeah, it's so many different things. So, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I get that. And it's good that you, you know, we get past that, Mm -hmm. you know, we do get past that. Because you said, go ahead. You said that love is not envious, right? So that's where I'm getting the lack of self love mm-hmm. like it, it not mm-hmm. outward love towards somebody else but the lack of love for myself because otherwise right. and and now I celebrate my friends when they have something great like Devin yes. I am so excited for you and your yes. journey like I cannot wait like I already know what I'm gonna get you at the housewarming like I already like I'm, I'm dead ass <laughs> I'm serious like I already know and I can see it coming the way you decorate I know what your house is gonna look like so <laughs> I'm excited for you and I'm not on that path just yet but um I'm happy that you are you know right. what I'm saying? Like, there's no hate in my spirit. In fact, it's actually inspirational to be like, okay, yes. let me, let me, let me get on my horse too and and start galloping with yeah. De- Devin. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's it's an inspirational thing for me now, and that's because of where my vibration is. Right. And that's funny because my my one of my very best friends, and I call her sister. Her name is Monique. She just finally got the keys to her house, and when she showed me the pictures. I was emotional because I was mm-hmm. so happy for her. She mm-hmm. went through a lot getting this, you know, got the house built and stuff. She went through a lot with the builder. So mm-hmm. when she, I was so emotional. I was like, oh my God, I was so happy. And mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, this, it's like, it's happening to me. Like it, it, like if it was my house, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And she was like, oh my God. And she goes, I feel the love or whatever. But it, I was, it was just one of the most beautiful and she has really good taste. So mm-hmm. the house is beautiful. Like the, the pictures that she has already sent me, it's just really beautiful. But just like, you know, you we're happy for these people. It's mm-hmm. like, there's no reason to, there's no reason to envy that because it's, it's especially somebody you love and care about. You know what I mean? I just need this double chin to go. That's, that's it. I'm working on it my cleanse I'm working on the double chain <laughs> so the next the next the speak next thing I wanted to talk about to oh <laughs> yeah I know right speak positive to it <laughs> thank you it's for already being gone here for as long as you have okay right. no, don't say it like that 
just thank it for being there. And I appreciate you for being here. But, you know, I, I want something different now. <laughs> okay, you could go. <laughs> it's time to give. Okay, so my next thing I wanted to talk about is boasting. And, you know, that's that's another thing. <laughs> Let's see. Um, love does not boast. Okay. Let me explain what boast means. Boast, talk with excessive pride and self-satisfaction about one's achievements, possessions, or ability. Boasting is talking with excessive pride and self-satisfaction about one's achievements, possessions, or abilities. So that's like the opposite of envy, right? So you're boasting about what you have and stuff like that. Like what Devin was talking about earlier saying like people are posting stuff like that. They're not boasting about it. They're just, they have a group to where they can share that without having, you know, anybody feeling like they're boasting. Me and Marcy are in a group um, for Bath and Body Works. And that- Shut up, no, Devin. No, listen. <laughs> Shut up, Devin. Yes, we wait, are. Wait, wait. <laughs> I know there's a lot of different interests and groups and things like that. But out of all the groups- Yes. Bath and Body Works. Co-president? Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, there was a time where one young lady said that she spent a certain money on a bunch of candles and stuff like that. I mean, some of these people in this group like rammed her and it's like she wasn't boasting or anything. She That's what we're there for is to share. Like, you know, right. what you like, what's going on and stuff like that. And I didn't feel like she was boasting, but a lot of people went off on her. So it, it just, go ahead, Mars. And I remember that, Tracy. She had, what she was trying to show was how much money she saved. But in showing what she saved, she had to show what she spent. And it was an exorbitant amount. But yes. we also don't know what, how much money she makes. Right. So exactly. like that, that 300 and something dollars that she spent could have been, she could make $200,000 a year. And that's like $5 to her. You know what right. I mean? Right. So, but yeah. People were on her. Yeah. And that that was being envious, though, for them to be on her like that, though. And I don't feel like even boasting is not showing love because then you're throwing stuff in people's faces like, I'm better than you. I got this, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. That's not cool to do because you don't know what uh -uh. somebody's situation is and how they're feeling. And boasting is like, it's, so what if you have that? It's like, it shouldn't be something you're boasting about. It should be something you're thankful for, appreciative about. Right. Right. You know what I mean, so um, if you, I don't I don't have anything else in regards to that part of it, if you guys have anything to add, please do so now. Have either of you been around anyone that is that that's their personality to kind of like praise themselves of what they have? And how does that make um, you feel? I have yes, I have before as well. Um, after a while, it can be a little bit annoying. Because yeah. it's like, um, okay, that's great that you did these things or have these things. Um, but what about you? I want to know about you, the person, not where you've gone, what you have, what you did. Um, because to me, that's not what's going to impress me anyway. Right. What's going to impress me is your heart and your character and how you treat people. Yeah. I don't exactly. care about the things <laughs> that you have, to be honest. So it's, right. if that makes you feel better to brag and boast about it, okay but i need you to give me 50 feet because that's not who i want in my cypher um you know yeah i have been around people like that and it, and like i said it can be a little overbearing and um you know y'all know me and my mouth i don't know how to not say anything so <laughs> have you <laughs> you've been around people like that i have and i want to say i think i mentioned this experience i was at a dinner and this person just kept like bragging about their affiliations and how mm -hmm. much they donate and how much they mm -hmm. do certain things. And I'm just like, okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. We, we heard you the first time. <laughs> exactly. but, you know, I have to keep talking about it. Yes, but anyway, well, I, I appreciate y'all listening to me and taking this journey with us on this love vibration of 
1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. And I bid you all love and light, 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 light. This week on the pause, <laughs> I haven't said that in so long. It feels interesting. feels weird a little. Um, <laughs> but I want to talk about the ancestor altar. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the pause, 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 pause. So I, I know I mentioned this to you both, and I actually sent you a picture of the one that I'm starting for myself. Do you guys know about these particular altars? Or, um, do you want to explain it to everyone, or you want me to do that, Marcy? Um, I can explain it, and then you can piggyback off what I'm saying, since this is your segment. Um, okay. So the ancestor altar is just paying homage to our ancestors. Um, yeah. And for me, you just... Well, I'll let you tell what you do, but right, right. that that's my definition of it. Would you agree? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So with some research, I found, you know, that not actually all a lot of different races, they have different altars or shrines or um, things that they do for their relatives or the family members that have transitioned. Actually, let, let me just go back a little bit. The reason why this came up to me and the reason why I paused on this topic, I believe Marcy and I, um, we both were talking about this after we watched The Blackest King. Um, for those that don't know, it was a, a video kind of visual for mm -hmm. Beyonce's The Gift um, album, which was the soundtrack for The Lion King. Um, and within that documentary, our visual uh, musical, you, you you could say, she has different images of different African spiritual figures within the entire documentary. So our video, I would definitely suggest people to go look at it if you haven't, but it did make me pause because there was a lot of different characters that are not characters, but spiritual figures that were mentioned that I knew nothing about. Um, are you guys familiar with any of the African gods or African spiritual figures that um, um, I mentioned or the ones that you know from your own experience? I don't remember because I haven't watched Black is King in a minute. So I'd have to go back and look at it. But I remember she represented one and she had the horns. I can't remember the name of that god, but um, I do remember that. Okay. Do you, um, Tracy, have you seen Black is King? No. Okay. Do you know of any African spiritual figures or gods? No. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I thought you were talking specifically in her documentary. No, just so, in general. Oh yeah, there's there's a ton. Oshun. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. But, yeah. you know, like, oh. but that's in like the Yoruba religion. Um, and right. most of them are from like African um based religions. Mm -hmm. Um I mean, I could name a million of them. And actually off the top of my head, I can't name one right now, except yeah. for Oshun. <laughs> no, which is one of them. So, you that's know, so with funny. with I that, I'm sorry, that. Tracy, go ahead. No, I was like, that's funny because I forgot about that until she said Oshun. At first I said no, but I do know about Oshun and there's other ones I know too, but I can't remember either. Yeah, so I'll name some and I'm sure once I name them, you're like, oh yeah, okay, those. So another popular one is Orisha. Yes. Um, Shango. Yeah. Yamoja. And Sahi and oh, Peppa Ogun. Legba, if, if I'm saying that right, Papa Legba. Ogun. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anansi. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Don't let me, I can, like I said, you had to jog my memory and you did that, <laughs> brother. Yeah. Okay. So what, what was pretty interesting, and you, we always talk about alignment and um vibrations and things like that so i saw the documentary um i did a little research not a lot then there's a series i believe it's on stars called american gods and it actually talked about Ooh. queen sheba and it talked about anasi um and different gods you know um in different oh, cultures yeah. so it was interesting enough for me to actually dig a little bit deeper and i found this video um, on YouTube, and I brought her up before. Her name is Queen Fu. She um, talks a lot about African spirituality and um, things of that nature. So I really wanted to listen to what she had to say. And from that, I picked up on the ancestor altar, um, which is something that Marcy and I talked about building and things that we definitely wanted to kind of represent 
and pay homage to our ancestors. So um, I suggest everyone to go out and actually look it up and re research it on your own. But <clears throat> again, it is a way for you to pay homage to your ancestors. Um, I, I'm starting one of my own. I'm actually, it's a combination altar because um, after doing some research, you find out you need to, to know a little bit about your ancestors or whom you're, you know, reaching out to. So Queen Fu, she provides five examples or five steps to help you build um, your altar. Do you have an altar, Tracy, or something that you use to help you with your prayers? No, I don't have an okay. altar. Perfect. So maybe can I piggyback off of something you said before you get into the five things? Yeah, of course. May I? Um, so the the ancestral altar is, and this is gonna sound kind of like weird, but the ancestors are always with us, right? So our these are our parents, our, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, our great, great, great parents, like the whole lineage of anyone who was in your family and they have passed their form, they've transitioned onto the other side. So if you so believe, it is said that they protect you and they are your guardian angels and they guide you. So in order to get reverence and communication from them, you build this altar to communicate with them through. And it helps them to, I'm sorry, it helps you to hear what they have for you and that the protection stays with you. So you offer things to them on the altar whether right. it's fruit or food or incense or whatever. And you, okay, so I'm taking over. Go ahead, Devin, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll get into the steps. So these are the steps to help you build the altar. And it's exactly what Marcy was saying. You're you know paying homage and you use it for your own purpose. So me, I'm starting a journey. So I'm building this altar to help me continue on the right paths so that I make the right decisions. And I'm asking for that assistance from my ancestors to guide me through that, all the while while thanking them for doing what they did in order for me to be here today. Right. So the first thing that you wanna do is you wanna find a sacred space for the altar. Um, meaning, you know how we talk about energy is transferable and you don't necessarily want to exchange with everybody or, you know, welcome everyone into your home, um, similar to this space. So this is where you're going to pray. This is where you're going to give offerings. This is where you're going to ask for guidance. So you want to have it in a sacred space. And this space, you want to clear the energy also. So you want to keep it clean. Um, there are ways to keep it clean. Um, thankfully, for my birthday, Marcy gifted me with some more white sage. So you want to utilize that white sage <laughs> to kind of like smudge that area. You're keeping it clean. You know, you're providing offerings. You, it's, it's a place where you're actually taking time out of your day to meditate, pray, ask, again, again ask for guidance. Um, the second thing that you want to do, you want to keep some cleansing herbs near you or near the altar. So... Um, Again, that's the white sage that you would want to have. Um, or there's some African um, things that you can find. Um, I'm not really good at pronouncing it, but it's in Pepo, I believe is how you say it. Um, and you can utilize that as well. Um, step three, you want to ensure that you have something to represent whom your altar is for. So if you're, you know, representing your grandparents or your ancestors, you want to have pictures to kind of represent them. So similar to the Christian altars, right? You would see that they would probably have a cross or um, other cultures might have a Buddha or things like that to represent, you know, what you're praying for, a picture of Jesus Christ, things like that. <clears throat> now, step four is with the offering. So for example, if I have my aunt on my altar, I want to offer her offer her things that she enjoyed while she was living. So mm -hmm. if she liked caramels, then I'm going to put a caramel on there. If she liked apple fritters, maybe when I go to the donut store and I get me a, a donut, I'm going to grab her an apple fritter. And that'll be the offering that I will give to her. Um, 
I even read some people put, you know, alcohol on their offering. It's what that person would have liked. So you want to mm-hmm. make sure that you're offering something that they would like. You know, you don't mm-hmm. want to just put anything random there. Right. Um, so the last thing, and this is the most important thing, is uh, you want to have the elements represented on your altar. So the elements are what upholds our universe. You know what I mean? It keeps us alive. And what's, you know, the wheels turning again, it's helping the earth. So you want to represent those elements on your altar. So fire, water, earth, air. Um, And just to really quickly kind of talk about it. So fire, you can have candles. So when you do pray, you light your candle. That represents the fire. Um, water, you always want to have a fresh thing of water on your altar. So you clean it, pour it out. When you do pour it out, you want to pour it out into the earth. So you want to maybe put it in your flowers or put it in the grass um, because it's going to continue to grow. So you want to use it use it wisely, basically. Um, and then the next one is earth. So I've seen some people with flowers or rosaries. Um, on their altar. And then air. Um, You can use incense for air because when you light the incense, you can see kind of like the aroma or the smoke from that. And that represents the air. But um, I'm starting mine. So what I have on mine right now, I have (laughs) I have some oils, essential oils. I have this Buddha and bracelet that Marcy gifted me for my birthday. Um, I have a candle and I have a crystal rose quartz and I have a centrine, I believe that's the mm-hmm. one that I have with the um, candle holder. So that's what I'll probably use to burn. I looked for an altar cloth, a prayer mm-hmm. cloth. So that's something that I'm looking for right now, but I'm building it. Um, also going to ask for pictures. So, you know, I can put it on there. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did read. And it's pretty interesting, and maybe we should talk about it. It mentions how you should be aware of how the family members transitioned. You know, Mm -hmm. you want to be mindful of that. Um, You definitely, dramatic, you want to just be mindful of it. Mm -hmm. um, If that, you're all for putting that person there. Um, start, you know, having patients. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I want to add something to what you were saying, Devin. Um, a lot of what you're saying, uh, it may not resonate with some of our listeners. And let me tell you why, not because what you're saying is inaccurate because it's actually on point, but here in America, America is dominated by religion. And so mm-hmm. religion basically teaches that death, is it ends and then that's it and there's you know you go to heaven and then that's that whereas what we're talking about is more african spirituality and in african spirituality it basically says that like um death is a friend of ours it's a continuation of the soul journey so a lot of people may be like oh this is great information because it is but you may not have heard of it because we live here in the states and in the states most of us are ingrained by religion, which right. doesn't that's teach kinda, this. That's why I brought up why it came to my attention. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of upset that I never reached the point in my life to do the research. Mm-hmm. I've taken Pan-African study classes mm-hmm. and things like that in school. Um, but I never took the time to fully indulge myself and do the research. And there's mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of stuff out there. And I think society, and I want to say Tracy kind of, touched on this briefly too. Um, society kind of forces us to think in a certain way. They'll mm-hmm. portray these images and things like that. And to go off of what you said in particular, Tracy, you were talking about hair. Um, I remember jokes being um, the big thing in the 80s and 90s, talking about horse hair and things like mm-hmm. that. And that constantly goes on one sitcom to the next sitcom to the next sitcom. And you're young, you hear that. So you're going to repeat it out verbal mm-hmm. you know what I mean not not even thinking that oh my sister my mother my aunt they all have this same you know hairstyle so they're definitely familiar with it so I can't say every black man is upset with it but I, I get what you were saying 
um, in regards mm-hmm. to it, the respect, the lack of respect for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but know, yeah, I hope it I'm, doesn't offend anyone. I'm not saying, you know, <laughs> of course, I'm doing a combination one. So you can do one as well. It's really just about setting the tone for your life and seeking guidance from, uh, you know, the people that are here that paved the way for us. I don't find do it offensive I, at all. I don't, I don't either. Because do you mind if I share a story in regards to something similar to that? Yeah, please. Um, there was an event, well, there was one of, one of my friend's husbands transitioned and they were having like something at the house and they did something like that, right? Where they had an off, you know, they did the ancestry type of thing. And it was so interesting because as soon as I walked outside, I instantly felt my grandmother who had transitioned. Mm -hmm. And I even said, I was like, oh, grandma's here. And I was just like, Oh, that's weird because I wasn't expecting because I didn't, you know, I wasn't expecting to feel her there, but she was there. And I was like, oh, my God, I go, this is so crazy. I go, she wanted me to know she's there. So I was talking to them. I go, what can I do? Because I didn't have a picture of her, you know, none of that kind of stuff. So, you know, they go, you know, they told me I can give an offering, you know, but it wasn't something that like a pit in front of a picture or anything. It was Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember what it was, but it was a bowl and I gave some fruit as an offering and all this kind of stuff. And it was just, so that is, you know, I I experienced it. So I get it. I just never done it within, you know, for myself, you know, in my home, but it is, you can feel them, you know, you can feel your ancestors and stuff. And especially if you're open to it, if you're close to it, you're not going to feel anything. If you're looking to feel something, you're not going to feel anything. You have to be open and relaxed to it. So it's, I think it's a beautiful thing because they are here for us in the spiritual realm. Yeah, that's what I read. And I thought it was a cool way that he said it. He was just like, they're here for, they've been waiting for you, basically, you Mm -hmm. know, reach out to them, you know, Mm -hmm. they've been, they live the life, they know a path so they could definitely guide you, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll say this, and I haven't said this in a while, until we're all equally balanced, you can catch me next week on The Pause. Pause. What's on your radar? What's on my radar? 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 I'm going to talk about you know, there's a, there's a place that I mentioned this before when I told you guys that, you know, during the COVID, you know, it's, we're still in COVID, but there was a time where I went to a water store that I used to go to and then they shut down. And because they shut down, I don't think they shut down indefinitely. I had to go to a different water store. Well, I've been learning from this person because since I've been going there getting my water, I've learned that they do like, they have been feeding the homeless for like, eight years. So basically they're, they're called a divine H2O. Okay. And a divine H2O gives 10% of their proceeds to nonprofit divine project organization Mm. that empowers people in hardship, education, entrepreneurship by leveraging unity, access to resources and investment power. They have been feeding the homeless and supplying them with necessities for about eight years now. They get together every last Sunday of the month at their West Hollywood location, which is at 8539 West Sunset Boulevard, West Hollywood, California, 90069. They start at 12 o'clock noon packing warm meals with positive intentions. That's what I love about it because you're, you're remember how I always talk about cooking with love? Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. was made with love. That's, that's, that's what they're doing. They're putting positive intentions as they're preparing these meals. Mm-hmm. And they deliver these meals to downtown Skid Row and throughout the Los Angeles area. They also provide donations they get for shoes, clothing, blankets, and to- toiletries. Um, she starts, she states that it's, it's, she says it's the best feeling to be able to give from the heart, which is true. 
because we've all done that ourselves. Like, you know, when you're able to help somebody, it just, it does feel really, really good. If you want to participate, you can join them on the next venture, which is on March 28th. If you would like to check them out, you can find them on, on Instagram at a divine H2O or divine project underscore org. And um, they're doing good things. I wasn't able to, yeah, I'm not going to be able to go, but I was, that's, that is something that I want to do one day um, is go out there and help with that. Cause I think that's the awesome thing that they're doing. That's about it for me. What's on your radar? So on my radar, um, I've been rereading um, my friend's book actually. So um, it's called Uncovering Your Worth um, from Legal Custody to UCLA, um, written by Christian D. Green. Um, it's actually a short read, so you can definitely get through it quick. It's um, motivational and kind of like self-help. So there's different segments within this. Um, book that kind of asks you to kind of look back into your past or think of some things that you feel um, that you enjoy about yourself, things that you don't like. So it's kind of like a self-help book in a way. Um, so I want to shout him out on that. I think he did an amazing job writing. Um, it's funny. Um, you can see like some of the comedy um, within it. Um, I definitely suggest you guys to go pick it up. It's available where you get your books for sure. It's on Amazon. Um, so you could definitely order it that way or reach out to me and I can make sure you get a copy. Um, other than that, that's all that's been on my radar. Marcy, what's been on your radar? Okay, there's two things that's been on my radar. One- we two things. We can, we can go back to you, Devin, if you no, got No, 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 I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I just couldn't decide between the both of them because they've both been on my radar. So one is literally self-love, like literally focusing on myself, remaining calm in the midst of chaos, being peaceful when there's adversity and doing things for myself that actually helped me achieve that. I've been taking more spiritual baths more than usual, mm. meditating more, um, taking walks in nature, like really being conscious and being in the moment. Um, I try to do that every single day with my dog um, because he's older and I don't know, you know, when the universe is going to decide that his time is cut. So I'm, appreciating every moment I have with him and just being in the moment. And then the other thing is there's a song and it's called, it's Anderson Pack mm. and Bruno Mars. Leave the door open. Okay. Listen, listen to it. I know Anderson Pack on a personal level and to watch him go from where he was 10 years ago when I first met him to now I'm so proud of that brother. I'm so proud of him. The song is awesome. They're doing, just listen to it. Leave the Door Open by Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. Beautiful written song. The melodies, everything, it's on repeat for me. And I love it. So that's what's on my radar. So I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Wow, we recorded again. <laughs> Yay, we're back. Okay. So yeah, we appreciate you guys sticking with us and listening to us. And if you guys have anything you want us to add or you want to hear about, please hit us up on our social media platforms. We are two Libras and a Gemini on the Instagram. And we're also two Libras and a Gemini, the podcast on Facebook. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Have a good day, y'all. Peace.